Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B Y T E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited, with your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. Welcome into a brand new episode of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. I'm Rocco DeSangro, and joining me for the first time in a very long time, it's Morgan Adsit. Morgan, now mom. I know, I know. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, It's been nuts. It was crazy. Week five, which is kind of fitting. The Bengals game was the last Ravens game I really paid close attention to. (laughs) Got to watch the whole thing. Did not fall asleep. Wish I was asleep or was taking care of a newborn during that time. But Hudson came the Monday after that game, right before the, the Giants. Oh, well, I went into labor the Sunday of the Giants, week six. And then I've been off ever since. So, yeah, it's been 12 weeks of bliss. It's kind of <laughs> rough getting back, so yeah. forgive me. I'm getting to the swing of things. But baby boy Hudson's great, and he's at home. And it is kind of good to be back and at least still talking about football and playoff football coming up with the Ravens. It, it's wild, and it's great to have you back talking football here. Um, Ravens, they, they – I mean, when we saw that they weren't going to play the starters and the starters they weren't going to play, you kind of knew what the script was going to be in this game. Uh, they fall to the Bengals 27-16. Anthony Brown got his first career NFL start, and he didn't look great at all. Uh, mm-hmm. He got off to a rough start. Three of his turnovers led to touchdowns, yeah. and that's not what you want to see as a football coach or a football player. But um, he probably won't be playing again or starting again. That's the hope for this team. Nothing against Anthony Brown, but the hope is that their former MVP is back for uh, this next matchup against the Cincinnati Bengals, and it's going to be a big one. It was interesting to see the mindset of John Harbaugh. That was kind of loser mentality coming into this game, and we don't see him for that, and, I, and I'm not knocking it. I fully support the decision-making with this game. It's kind of like just get Week 18 over with. Let's stay healthy. And let's not lose our health with anybody in this game, and let's see if we do get Lamar Jackson back. And then when you knew Tyler Huntley was going to be a game-time decision and it wasn't going to happen, you just knew this game was going to be completely different. No knock on Anthony Brown, but he not that he can't be. He is not right now, and NFL starting quarterback you can't get that done in one week you can't get that done knowing you're a game time decision and you can't get that done with Cincinnati that's back on the field where devastation happened and thankfully we're on the up with what happened that Monday night game and we'll get into that a little bit more but they're back they're emotional they're playing for something the Ravens were still playing for something a win Chargers win you get a coin toss you get a home game but that's a (laughs) lot even the coin toss 50-50 John Harbaugh was like, let's get in, let's get out. We know we're in the wild card round. We'll see where we go. And they're going back to Cincinnati, which is very interesting. I'm telling you, I was pulling for the coin flip. I just wanted it to see cool. it. It would have been hilarious yeah. if the Ravens, they obviously secured the playoff spot, but if they got a home playoff game at M&T Bank Stadium uh, against the Bengals after beating them twice, but losing out on the division. But 
That didn't happen. I guess, I mean, it did on the field, actually. Joe Mixon celebrated the touchdown by flipping the coin. <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people love that, not Ravens fans, but uh, that, that was kind of cool. I did like that celebration. But you touched on it with Anthony Brown not being a starting quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't think Tyler Huntley is either. I think that this team, their only hope of winning yeah. rests on the shoulders of Lamar Jackson uh, or on the knee of Lamar Jackson, no pun intended. If, <laughs> right. he's, if he's back, if he's healthy, that's this team's best shot of beating the Bengals uh, next week at their place because you can only ride the defense for so long. They can only hold Joe Burrow and the Bengals' offense out of the end zone for so long. Um, they're bound to score, but you need to be able to score with them and go blow for blow against this football team. And I think, too, Cincinnati going into this game and in the Bills game that got shut down because of DeMar Hamlin's situation, and thankfully he's on the up yeah. tweeting on Sunday, which it. is remarkable. That shook kind of everybody, but going into that game and even the first quarter performance of the Bengals, to me, my mind, don't forget about the Chiefs, I get it, but had flipped the script of Cincinnati is the AFC team to beat. It's not the Bills. It's Cincinnati. So then this game and what it turned into, they kind of were sleepwalking a little bit too. So I think everyone is kind of just like, let's get to the new season and for the Ravens. The way the offense is built, the way they've spent their money on the offensive line, the way that Greg Roman operates, this is an RPO. We need Lamar and his legs first as a threat to open up everything else, and he is the better passer of all the options that they have. He is just a playmaker that when he steps foot on the field, he's one of the best, if not top five, offense, defense, special teams on the field. It's the way that they're built. Mm -hmm. They need him. Now, Hasn't done anything in six weeks, missed five games, hasn't even sniffed the practice field. I don't like a Lamar Jackson that hasn't practiced. Nope, neither do I. So I hope it happens this week. I also wonder, is there anything behind this? Like, hey, man, I got hurt. I haven't been paid yet. I'm not saying he's holding out, but he's probably thinking those things. So is this uh, maybe I need to prove myself in the playoffs? Am I going to have that mentality? Or is he going to have the mentality of I'm not going to risk it? Those are a lot of things that go into it. And hearing the Ravens this last week when I was coming back from my leave and really glued in and paying attention, Rocco, I thought when I was off I was going to be like all glued in and have all this time. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have, no, you have sleep deprivation about, is yeah, a yeah. thing. But I was as I was catching up this week and just kind of catching up in the days leading up to know that I was going to come back and this is our bread and butter and what we cover and it's what I enjoy covering. The locker room, and you're in it, so I want to get your take. The mentality of the team to me seems like on the outside I see it and on the inside I see it. They're a bad 10-win team, and I feel like they know it when they don't have Lamar, but then they're also sick of knowing that they need Lamar that much. They, Do you feel that vibe at uh, all from them? A little bit, yeah. I, I feel like you get the sense and the feeling that guys hate answering questions about yes, Lamar Jackson. and speaking for him, and which they, is not fair, but they have to. Yeah, and they and they have to. Like, Mark Andrews gets asked about it, and he says, we love Lamar. Where it's, it's like they're sending messages through what they're saying to us. I don't know what they're saying to him. He's in the locker room. Um, at times, like mm -hmm. I've, I've seen him in the locker room plenty of times good. and you know, he, he seems like he's in good spirits, but I don't know what those conversations are like outside of the facility. I don't know what those conversations are like outside of the locker room. Uh, I don't know what guys get along and what guys don't get along. I don't see this as a team that's, uh, you know, there's tension or anything mm -hmm. with that. But if, if someone was asking me or you about me, like, Hey, like what's, what's the deal with Rocco? Is he, um, <clears throat> excuse me, is he going to like renew his contract or why isn't he here or this mm -hmm. and that and like it's like why, why don't you ask Rocco yeah. he's right here it's like you know why, why don't you why don't you do this and it's like it's it's different when 
I feel like Lamar's situation is different than most because of the contract and because of the injury. Now you add both of them. If, if the contract wasn't an issue, then there wouldn't be speculation. There wouldn't be rumors. There wouldn't be reports. Mm-hmm. But now that you add that on top of an injury where he's been out for a month plus. Taking a roster spot as well. Exactly. Yep. Yes. So that's that's tough. And, you know, like you said, guys don't want to answer questions all the time. about. I, I get that feeling, like you mm-hmm. said. Mathematically, they might have, you know, we've kind of known and the schedule allowed for it. And Tyler Huntley did his job and the defense stepped up during these times too. And they got the run game going with some more health and more reps for J.K. Dobbins. And we think we're going to get more reps for Gus Edwards. (laughs) I know John Harbaugh wants to see him. I feel like they knew they could do enough without him. And and you can't can't do anything in the playoffs without him. I'll say this, Morgan. At any time that he's not playing, his price is just going up. His value is going up. That price tag. And their points are going down. Yeah, it it really is. So, This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. They have to get better in the red zone, more consistent, whether it's Lamar, whether it's Tyler Huntley or Anthony Brown. I don't care who it is. I just saw the Chiefs do a ring around the rosy play. <laughs> um, Eric Bieniemy drawn that up and it, it didn't, that first play did not count, but Get creative. Mm-hmm. Have fun with it. It's like, what do you, after you locked up a playoff spot, what did you really have to lose after that? Like, this is when you should, against the Browns, this is when you should be maybe not showing your hand and whatnot, but practicing those plays, figuring out what you're going to do and getting creative and stop being so predictable inside the red zone like the Ravens are. Yeah. He, I mean, he wasn't setting the world on fire when he was playing. He wasn't having a horrible season, but the, the problems on offense and not scoring the red zone, those were all happening with him. And your best player on offense turns into Justin Tucker, which everyone knows he's amazing. He's a Hall <laughs> of Fame kicker, but that's not what you want. And when you feel like you have an explosive run game, an explosive quarterback, you expect more. But besides Mark Andrews, they've got nothing as far as targets downfield. It's actually insane to see the people that they have picked up the big names from a decade ago would have been really cool not now just like why can't they find that no name young receiver I agree. why don't they already have him why is he not on the practice squad I think that's the big part of the offense that's something they'll address in the offseason but it's not changing for playoffs and if Lamar plays and I think he's going to put pressure on himself to play that playoff knock of he's at least got the win but he hasn't gone deep but he doesn't have the health and he has not practiced for over a month I don't care who you are especially him you need those reps you absolutely do it's kind of good news yesterday was his birthday and I saw Isaiah likely posted like a story of Lamar on the trainer's table there you go so yeah he's there Mm -hmm. and he's like messing around with likely throwing fake punches at him like that's like that's a good sign. I'm not saying that points to him playing or not playing, but the fact that he's in there laying on a trainer's table, clearly getting work done, Sure, that's a positive sign going forward. Um, how do you feel defensively about this team, Morgan? A, a guy on defense, I don't think they had a, a terrible game today, but the, you know, the offense really didn't help them out with the amount of turnovers they had. Um, but I didn't think they played terrible, but I also didn't think they played great. 
the Rokon Smith was not with the team when I was still working. Then when I went on leave, they got him. Mm. I could not believe in those first few games, that first month with him, how one player, granted he's the entire middle of the defense, but how he can change the defense. And he was that spark for Patrick Queen as well last year, how Josh Bynes was when he got in and kind of took the load off the plate. Patrick Queen played better. That was remarkable to see that. Their health in the secondary is alarming. I mean, they've got corners that can work on an island, and right now Marlon Humphrey's the healthiest guy playing. You've, you've gotten the back end on the secondary. Chuck Clark is just had a phenomenal season for a guy that kind of was disrespected a little bit by the franchise and, and thought so too, and then also maybe by the league because he wasn't really getting suitors for a big trade coming his way. But he's really played well. So their secondary's gotten the health and the safety department. Um need Marcus Peters or you need another outside corner to go along with Marlon Humphrey and right now that's a little concerning especially with the way the league's playing especially with the way the quarterbacks that they're going to face in the AFC are playing the only team that doesn't scare me and they should because they already beat them but the Jaguars Jaguars Chargers Ravens can be fine with them but Chiefs Bills Bengals those I top just, three teams it's going to be tough you just don't see on paper how they're ever going to beat them right now no I, I even with Lamar I would have to agree with you there. It's good that they got, you know, they get Calais back. Peter's yes. back would be huge. Uh, Justin Houston, <laughs> I just Uh-oh. wanted to touch on that today. Yeah. We we thought he had a $1.5 million sack. Um, on Joe Burrow, Odafe Owe, he got in there too. Yep. Houston, that's that's all he needed was was one sack in this game. Had those stats. He got 1.5 mil, <laughs> and he got credited with half a sack. And uh, he even said after the game, he's like, I'm a little heartbroken about this, but they have bigger fish to fry. They're on yeah. to, you know, bigger things. And it's it's that third game against Cincinnati. And it's it's for all the marbles, like Roquan Smith said. Um, Morgan, it's, I mean, they beat him with Lamar in the first game. They yep. lose with Marlon Humphrey called Nobody's. it a scrimmage yep. in the second game. How do you see this third game playing out between the two teams in the wild card round in Cincinnati? I think while the things I've said about how I don't think that they can beat them and, and the Ravens are not that top AFC team right now, while I think that and believe that, I still know it's the playoffs. I still know it's the NFL. I still know it's the AFC North. <laughs> so I think you might see on paper, oh, if this is a shootout, Joe Burrow, there are three top tier receivers with the Bengals. Like they're going to torch the Ravens. I don't think it's going to play. It just it just won't. You look at the history of the AFC North and when these teams meet, when a team is good, when a team is bad, when it means everything, when it means nothing, these games are always tight. And I know we didn't get that taste of it today. The Ravens did play much better in the second half. I also think Cincinnati kind of realized this game is in took, hand. Yeah, took their foot off the gas. Uh, but it's hard to play a team three times. They have splits, so it's not like you're looking at beating a, theme, a team three times. It is weird to go back there. Twice. I mean, they could potentially play. We're recording this before we know when they're going to play. They could potentially play Saturday. So you could play in Cincinnati two times this week. It's kind of weird. So just leave the back the to back there, and play honestly. it. Yeah, play in yeah. the AFC North in the playoffs. I mean, that stadium and that fan base, like as far as like home crowd, that doesn't really scare me. It's not like they're going to Green Bay and it's going to be a crazy wild environment. Not to say that they won't show up because this team is different than the Cincinnati Bengals teams that I grew up going to their games, <laughs> <laughs> being a Southwest Ohio girl. But it's going to be tight, but I mean, I still would, you know, say it's the Bengals. Like, I would be very confident in saying that the Ravens are going to be one and done, even if they have Lamar, because I think if they have Lamar, they're not going to have 100% Lamar, because I can't see them sitting him thinking it's an ace up their sleeve. We're going to hide him. He's healthy. Let's just give him one more time of rest. Because remember the playoffs when they went 14 and 2 and everybody rested for two weeks? It didn't turn out well for the Ravens or Lamar. So I, I don't see the Ravens winning this one. 
there are definitely going to be dogs going into this game, yeah. whether it's Saturday, whether it's Sunday, whether it's a different day. Like, they will be underdogs, whether it's Lamar, whether it's not, because the Bengals right now, I mean, it, they're kind of scary. Yeah, They're kind of scary. If you're, if you're an opposing team right now, like, they're a team that could easily, easily go back to the Super Bowl if, if things go their way. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is still Patrick Mahomes, but Joe Burrow, the swagger, the confidence he plays with, Ravens fans may hate it, but – when you have a guy like that leading your team and he backs up that confidence, some, some would call it cockiness, I mean, that's big time for that football team going forward. So we'll figure out what time they're going to play. Um, I'm, I'm sure we'll do a podcast. I always have to ask Jaffe like, when, when we record the next <laughs> podcast. But um, we will definitely um, have a podcast no matter the result. If it's win, uh, loss, can't be a tie. Cannot be a tie I, I, in the playoffs. I love that. I'm so glad. <laughs> Imagine that. Tying in the playoffs. You know what? You you, you know, another team goes on. Right? Pressure. And I'm not trying to be doom and gloom. They could very well win. But I just think with playoffs, you you have to have a good feel about a team heading into it. Like the Packers. Like, does you should fear the Packers right now if you're in the NFC. They're hot. If you get the hot Eagles, at the right time. Asked me a month ago, I would have feared yep. them. I don't know now. I know health has been an issue at quarterback for Jalen Hurts, and he played today. And they kind of – another game they knew that they had. But – in the AFC, I don't feel the momentum from the Ravens heading into playoffs, and I know health is a big part of that. But it's health for the one of the top five players in the league. And that's what it—that's what you need. All it takes is one team to get hot, make a run, and win it all. So we'll see what happens with the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, the hope here in Charm City is that they rattle off a few wins, and uh, people people want a Super Bowl. It's it's not a successful season if the Ravens don't bring a Lombardi Trophy uh, back home, but. Um, we'll, we'll see. If that Justin Houston predicted it. You never. Calais Campbell said we'll be playing in yeah. Arizona come yeah. February. So yeah, week one looks a lot different than week eighteen. It really does. <laughs> it really does. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Flock on Fox Forty Five, presented by Sports Unlimited. Uh, we'll see you back here at some point next week. You've been listening to the Flock on Fox Forty Five podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.